this is shown very as well. You're talking about the way to acquire precious, which means uh, to abstain from Hanoi in this world because of the danger of the Mikshot could cause a person to, 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 to fall into, uh, or the connection to the times of this world, which should lead a person to as well. So we said the main point, the first one the Sarim says, is what he calls the Hispaniness, that a person contemplates the, the emptiness of Tanuga and and rather than, like we saw, reacting uh, in an instinctive way to something which he would want, he thinks it through. And then it comes to the conclusion that it's not going to give him so much, he's not going to gain from it, and on the contrary, he, there's more chances that he'll actually lose from it. And therefore, he sums up in the middle of the second paragraph, And therefore, when a person comes to Mascona, well, on the one hand, it seems to him to be something that he would enjoy, but it comes with a price, and he thinks about how much he's going to have to suffer for it in the long term, so then for sure, it doesn't make sense. It's not worth it for him. The tova, which the good that he hoped to get, isn't really that good. But for but on the other hand, the negative of what's going to what's going to come from it, that's going to be real. And you made it that takes away the attraction. Any Hanoi in this world works in the same way. The person thinks about it The side where it's positive, the side what the person thinks that he's going to gain from it is minimal. But the negative that I can bring to is, is much worse and lasts much longer. It's possible that if a person makes the cheshpun of what's good and what's bad, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because the loss is so much greater than the gain. And then why, why risk so much to get such a small benefit? Now, once again, this isn't a new thing. The Mr. already said this as Zahiris. And then he said the way to come to Zahiris to prevent the person doing a virus is to make the cheshpun of what a person is going to gain from the Navera as opposed to what a person is going to lose from doing the Navera. And when they make a cheshpun, it's going to be clear to them that they're going to lose more than they're going to gain. And if that's the case, it's not worth doing it. So why is he saying the same thing again when you get to the level of precious? And the answer is, it's exactly the same cheshpun, except on a high level. Because when you're talking about the heroes, it's the balance of reward and punishment. And the reward is that if I, if I am going to do something wrong, so what am I going to da- gain by the Avera? And on the other hand, it's a punishment of Shemayim. So what am I going to do from doing the Avera? And therefore it's not worth doing Avera. When we're talking about Tyra, of the precious, we're talking about it on the level of Mitzvah Avera. We're talking about the effect it's having on the person. And therefore, we're going to make the same Cheshman again exactly, and think what effect is this going to have on me and my growth on my individual spiritual level? And uh, what, what, what way will, that, will what I want? Yeah. Provide what I need, and what what will it impact on me badly? And then it's the same question again, because rather than thinking in terms of mitzvah severus, we'll think about it in terms of is this contributing to my ruchniyus or not? And really, that's another point, which is the underlying level between a tzaddik and a chassid. We said that there was the first uh, stage that the mitzvah uh, carried us through, walked us through, was becoming a tzaddik, which means that what it means to do right and not do wrong. And means to be rewarded and not punished. 
And that's a chashmin. A person is a tzaddik gets reward. A person is a rasha gets punished. And uh, if a person is going to be a tzaddik, so he's going to avoid punishment. But that's another level. That's the next ladder we're going to climb to the Shire. Is that the Chasidus? And Chasidus doesn't mean that without Chasidus a person is going to get punished. Chasidus means that there's a question of how much a person can grow, how much a person can develop. Another question is going to be is uh, nothing to do with reward and punishment, but what he calls uh, the level a person can get to, and how much is a person going to lose out from what he could achieve by by being involved in other things. And if that's the case, the Cheshman now isn't, well, I, on one hand I'd enjoy this, but on the other hand I'll get punished for doing it. Uh, here the Cheshman is, on the one hand I'll enjoy it, but on the other hand I'm going to lose out so much by being involved in this that it's not worthwhile. And that's the other Chassidus, because Hashem can't punish a person for not being a Chassid. But on the other hand, a person can definitely lose out the tremendous amount of what they could gain spiritually by not being a Chassid. And that's what, that's what he's talking about here. So, for example, if a person is attempted to eat non-kosher food, so then the cheshman will be the cheshman of the heroes. On the one hand, it smells good, I'm sure they'll enjoy it. On the other hand, how long how long I enjoy it for already? And I'm doing something which retires his asr, so I'm going to suffer for it terribly. So why would I do that? Just like if a person was tempted to eat food which has gone rotten. So it might taste very good, because it's been camouflaged with various sauces or spices, whatever it is, if I know it's bad, I'm going to get sick for it. So it's worth the enjoyment of the few minutes of eating it and spend the next two or three days sick because I'm going to get myself food poisoning. That's, that's the cheshpun of, of, of a tzaddik. In other words, the cheshpun of reward versus punishment. The cheshpun of, of we're talking about now, the cheshpun of precious, isn't punishment, but it's lack of achievement. It's lack of achievement. And therefore, we're not talking about the food which is not kosher. We're talking about the food which is kosher. But on the other hand, how much am I going to enjoy uh, in, in involving myself in eating this? And the other question is going to be, and how much is I going to lose out from, being, from doing this? Why would a person lose out? So there could be a number of reasons that we spoke about before. It could be a person loses out from what he's doing because it means he's more connected to what his body wants. It could be because by focusing on eating, he's going to get more to a stage of, like we said, when a person is satisfied, saying Chas Hashem brings him to rebel against Hashem. It could be simple. The time it takes him to prepare food is at the of what he could be doing better with that time. Now, there's nothing austere about it, but it's still a cheshman to make. And for the persons on the level, is they going to make the cheshman, or is it what's more beneficial? And this is a very common cheshman. For example, a person is invited to a wedding. So, assuming it's not a given, but let's assume they enjoy going to weddings. Now the question is going to be, uh, on the one hand, I can spend the evening at the wedding, and I can, I'm not doing anything wrong by going to a wedding. On the other hand, what am I going to do that by going? It's not a punishment, you didn't do anything wrong, but at the same four hours, what else could I have done with them? Now, sometimes if the person has a mitzvah to go, and that's part of the cheshmer, and that's what they said at the beginning. But when it comes to mitzvah, there's no second option. In other words, if a person was offered uh, or given an invitation to a non-kosher wedding, so of course I can't go, there's nothing to talk about. And then whatever benefits there would be, are irrelevant. Uh, it's also to go, I'll get punished for going. Okay, so then that takes away the question. It's a question that we're talking about now, of, of loss and benefit rather than reward and punishment. 
So then it's a question which doesn't always have a clear answer. Because sometimes the benefits of going to have the wedding could outweigh the loss. If it's a Yasim, if it's a close friend, if it's somebody that I'm going to make a tremendous difference to the wedding by being there, so then the right thing to do is to go. And uh, I'm achieving a tremendous amount of that. I'm, I'm, I'm helping build a new Jewish home, and then what's going to be. If I make the con- come to the conclusion that really the Chosen doesn't really need me, and he would be the same exactly with me without me, so then it would make more sense. Why waste my, my evening sitting around the table when I could be doing things which are more productive? And that's why when it comes to this Cheshbon of loss and benefits, it's very, very much based on the factors of the case. What we said before is the mission of the Hasidus. And that is that difference, in different situations, the answer is going to come out different. It depends on the case. I once asked Rav Shalom about what's the chiyah to go to a wedding. Uh, you know, the yeshiva, the hundreds of boys, most of them are marriageable age, and it's very often their weddings. And if a person is going to go to every wedding of people who the yeshiva, so that's probably half his nights. At least a third of the nights he'll be spending in halls instead of sitting in a wedding. So he asked Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah uh, gave us a very nice alachik uh, uh, way to determine uh, whether a person should go to a wedding or not. And he basically said, is the chassan looking for you or he just wants lots of people? If there's a reason why the chassan is looking for you, you're his roommate, you're his chavrosa, you're a best friend, you're a cousin, and therefore it's not just he wants to have a full hall, everyone dancing for him, he's looking for you because he, he, he expects you to come, and the fact that you're there is going to make a big difference, so then you have to go. If it's just a question of the more people there are, the more the atmosphere there is, and the more it makes uh, a more exciting uh, uh, dance, whatever it is, he doesn't need me, the other people don't. So that was more that was what Shlom Zaman told us. So again, the Maskana, that for most ways in the Shiva, we would need to go, but he would have to go to every single one, because of course, as the Rosh Hashiva people expected to come. And uh, the fact that he's there or not, that makes that makes a big difference. So yes, so then for someone who's in that capacity, so for them the khiv is to go, they don't have a choice. But for someone who has a question, I don't really need to go. So am I doing something wrong? No. I'm going to miss a man across the kind of the food is all function. there's nothing I'm doing wrong by going. But on the other hand, what am I losing out by going? And that becomes the, that's the balance of the precious. When a person does things not based on am I allowed to do it, but based on what am I, what's the, the, the profit-loss factor of involved here? And, and if I feel that there's something I'm going to lose from what I'm doing, that's the reason not to do it, because it's, the loss is worth is more, than, is more than the potential gain. Now, what's going to be called a loss really depends on the level the person's on. It really depends on the level the person's on. Because for a person who's on a higher level, so lessening his standards is a loss. He's losing a certain level that he had. For a person who was never on that level, it's not a loss. It's, it didn't have something to lose. And therefore, the precious is going to go up uh, as the as person gets greater. Because as the person gets greater, so then doing something which is going to cost him uh, uh, the level he's holding at is, 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 is a fact he has to make. Whereas someone who's not on that level doesn't make a difference to them. So that's okay. So then it's not a question of what they're going to lose out by it because they weren't on that level, they could do something. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Let me give you an example of what I mean. If a person on a certain level of control over his methods, which we spoke about before, so if that's the case, so I think, you know what, I'm going to go to the chasna. 
and we're gonna end up eating. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very up, upscale house, not a very fancy camera. And we're gonna end up eating just because I enjoy food. So now that's going to set me back on the level of the beforehand that I wasn't so completely consumed with the desire just to eat and eat for the sake of eating and following the food. So then it's worthwhile. I'm lowering myself. I was at a standard where let's say the Muslims show himself in a certain point. The person only eats when they actually what what they need to eat and how much they need to eat. And now I know that by uh, giving him to the temptation of eating everything and as much as I want, I'm really I'm not, I'm really setting myself back. But for another person who they were never at that time to start with, for them it's not a setback. They never got there in the first place. So that, therefore Christmas is going to be very very much individual on the, where the person's holding based on his level and based on for him what he would stand to lose for what he's doing stands then comes up the question of for him it's a question of precious and I'm just going to example for you to apply other things as well that's other things as well and something which based on where the person's holding for him it's a tremendous loss that makes a big difference let's give another example someone who can relate to very well now, let's say a person has a share every night. And that is the question. He's invited out, he has something else to do. So, should he you know, miss the share and go to something else or not? So, again, sometimes the person has never choice, but let's say he does. And what's the question going to be? So, if the share is a share which doesn't have any particular uh, goal, people get together to, to then discuss whatever the, the next part of the Gemari is. So the person is much more likely to be tempted and say, okay, it's a big deal, so I'll miss a day. I'll, I'll make it up tomorrow. But, just to give an example, if it's a focus here, then we're going to finish another death. So if that's the case, missing the share means I'm missing a death. And then, okay, it's a different question. Because now it means that uh, it's, it's more significant what I'm going to do, and uh, therefore there's more of a factor not to do that. Whereas it would just be whatever comes up and we're going to discuss, no particular push to, you know, to, to how much to do or what to do. The person is much more likely to give up on it because it's not such a loss. It's not such a loss. Whereas if it's something which is uh, a, a person is used to doing much more and then giving up on it is a much bigger loss, then of course the person will make a different question, do I really have to do this? Do I really have to do this? Is it not worth the, the amount of words of his attribute? It's the element. That's the individual. That's the individual thing we said before. It depends on the circumstances. So we're going to say person is doing the wrong thing either way around. But it's a cheshbon, and therefore you have to take both sides into account, and uh, then decide what's the what's the better what you know, which way does the person lose less, so to speak, rather than uh, what's what's right and what's wrong. There isn't a wrong. Neither there's not an avery. It's a question of the cheshbon of what what where is the person going to gain more. Now, this is even a question, and some of the Sushams only said this by Amidus, and that is where a person thinks, well, on the one hand, I want to do something, on the other hand, what, and it's not, not something which is awesome, but something which is in the realm of giving into my Amidus, and on the other hand, what am I going to lose out by doing this? And that's the question of what's, what's, what's more worthwhile. And sometimes this is even a question between different Amidus, like I said before, and they're the same question, and that is, which is more worthwhile? Which is more, if I can only do one thing, so what's the better thing to do? Where am I going to gain more? Where am I going to gain more? And then, because of the of the same idea, 
there's a business to be able to weigh up how much I give or, or, or gain or lose with either option to try and to try and come to the, the understanding of uh, what, what's more worthwhile to do. What's more worthwhile to do? The chiddush the here is that a person we brought it before, a person to be shown drach of which means a person is to weigh his his journey in this world. And what does weighing it mean? It's not a question of bechira. I choose good and avoid bad. Yeah, that's not to weigh. That's that, that's you know what's right. You know what's wrong. You know what's right. What has to be weighed is where both options have their merits, and now it has to be decided what's the what what which one is worth more. Which one am I going to gain more by doing? And therefore, a person will even be saying good things. I have a free hour in my day. Should I rather go visit Chayim or should I say to Hidden? Should I spend the hour doing Chesed or should I spend the hour learning? Whatever it's going to be, and that's the Cheshpin also. Not, neither of them is a bad option. But the question is the same question of uh, in, in value, so to speak. Well, what's, what's the bigger gain? Okay, okay. The more a person practices and focusing on this, on this principle, this animus, we just spoke about, of that is that a person doesn't want to give up a, a greater level for a smaller one or a greater benefit for a smaller one. This is the way they come out of the, really, it's interesting that expression uses, the masa, the prison, a confinement of stupidity, which is which is in, which is stuck, which is being confined to. What is this confinement of stupidity? The confinement of stupidity means is the people who make decisions without thinking, without thinking, and because of that, what uh, what, what they what being as a done thinks, so then they're they're locked into whatever the whatever. Mid it is, whatever type it is that speaks first, and they're not going to be able to to weigh it up or to be able to see any other option. And no matter that's what they're going to be compelled to do. And once a person gets out of that mindset, confinement of stupidity, then no and he's no longer, uh, so to speak, alert to the pity, the seduction of whatever falsehood there is. Because you must be and When a person naturally does whatever they first think is the best thing to do, so then they're stuck in that trap, like he says, of, of acting stupidly without thinking. When a person can think through what the options are, and then he's no longer, he's no longer pulled by uh, the, the, so to speak, pleasure that, that he, he, his mistress wants, so then he's, he's, he's at the stage where he's, like he said, he can be revised he, 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 he sees them as being not worthwhile and therefore not worthy of, of, of something which is, going to, which is going to try and speak, to try and convince him otherwise. Let's give an example. Two examples to, to explain this point. Most people, when it comes to eating, they don't ask too many questions. Maybe is it kosher? And maybe if it's practical, am I really mochik? That's as far as the questions go. Maybe more broken is. But more than that, in the question of should I eat or shouldn't I eat? Well, if it's kosher, then there's no question anymore. Why not? Why not? Kosher. 
So there's nothing wrong with eating it. I'll make the bracha and I'll eat it. So more than one question. Which means the level the person is working on is the level of punishment and reward. Is am I allowed to eat it or is it also to eat? And if you're telling me it's not also am I allowed to eat it, how much And how much am I going to eat? A person doesn't really make his decision as much as I want. If it's available and I can take more, I can take as much as I want. That's the only cheshpun normally that people come to, which is also a good cheshpun. The cheshpun we said of the Zahiris, the cheshpun of the Tari. And that is, am I allowed to do this or not? Am I allowed to do this or not? Now, even that's the level. For a person who didn't grow up with Torah mitzvahs, even that thought never crossed their mind. Allowed to, not allowed to, I'll do what I want. So, the fact that the person is already holding by the first step, and that is, am I allowed to, is this mutter? It's really a good step, but that's the, that's the, that's, that's where the thought process ends. More than that, a person doesn't think. If I'm allowed to, then why not? So I'll have as much as I want. I'll enjoy myself. But, is there a cheshman of, okay, you're allowed to, but what are you going to gain or lose by doing this? What are you going to gain or lose by doing this? So that's what the cheshman people come to. That's what he said, that, that's what he says, that's the master of sikhlos. Now, it's not a question people ask, therefore there's no logic in the decision. So, for example, if you see a person, say, Pal Hayat Kiddush, you ask them, tell me something, how do you decide how much food to take? You're going to look at you like you're crazy. Decide. Whatever I want to, that's all, that's the side. Whatever the plate would hold. Whatever the plate would hold, and the second plate would hold, that's what we're going to take. It wasn't a decision. That's what he calls the master of sickness. There was no logic, there was nothing to think about. But, Let's say that person would be a diabetic, and he's warned, you have to count calories, and you have to count sugars, because if you're going to just eat without thinking what you're doing, you're going to drop that, because we're going to a diabetic shock. So then that person, even if it's kosher, is going to think about, should I take the cookie, or should I take the cake, or should I take the kugel? And how much exactly should I have, I have to measure it. Like, is this about too much? Can I have this? Can I have that? Now, for somebody who sees the ramifications of it, of what he's doing, so then, of course it's going to be a decision. And if you'd ask that very constantly, why did he choose that cookie or that one? Well, he's thought about it, because he knows he has to choose. So he thought, what can I, why should I want this one or that one? Exactly what he's done. There was a process which involved thinking. It wasn't just a question which the person does, because there's nothing to think about, and therefore there's no restraint. The aside of precious is that sogya of thinking, of even in things which are mutta. Even things which are mutta, it's a process, I think what I want to do. I don't just do it because I can, if I, if I can, why not? Without thinking, that's the miser of sickness. It's a concept of, even what I can, but I'm going to think about it. What's, what, what's necessary, what's not necessary. What's going to help me long term, and what's going to harm me long term. I was once very impressed. Uh, I was speaking to a certain buffer, and uh, we were talking about Shabbos and the Shiva he was in. So... <coughs> So he told me that uh, you know, some, he has to sometimes buy his own food for Shabbos. And Shabbos does, so why? The doesn't give me lunch? So no, the Shabbos does give me lunch. But I've seen that whenever I eat the Shabbos challenge, so then I get, uh, I, I get very tired, and then I, have to, I can't keep awake, I can't think the rest of the day. That's not, that's not worth it. What, to, to waste the whole day's learning just because you want to eat a bowl of challenge? I'd rather buy my own food and then be able to learn the whole Shabbos afternoon. Now, is there any other area eating challenge? I'm sure it's kosher. It's many learning Shabbos as well. But someone who makes a cheshpun, and that is, it's true, I can do it, but what am I losing from it? I'll lose the whole afternoon for it. So it's not worthwhile. That's exactly the cheshpun he's talking about. And that is a cheshpun of, even what's muttered to me, but it's the last benefit analysis. And that is, I'm allowed to, but how much is it going to cost me? 
What am I going to lose as a result of it? When a person can make confession, when he's yargil atzma, he gets used to that, and he is, focuses on that part of the decision-making process too. So then he made it that breaks the taiva for things, because it's true. The taiva can tell me you want, I want something, but on the other hand, it's true. I want it, but it's not worthwhile because I've already decided uh, why, why, why the negative outweighs anything I would enjoy about it. And the matter that it doesn't uh, attract me, it doesn't speak to me the same way anymore. And that's what we call the parish. The parish isn't the person who says categorically, no, I know in this world. But on the other hand, uh, the parish is a person who doesn't just blind in the difference of the Everything's way that. Is it worthwhile? Is it not worthwhile? Is it something which is going to get, I'm going to gain from or I'm going to lose from? And then based on the person, based on the circumstances, things could change. But we're in the situation I'm in right now, and the question is presents itself now. So then even something which is allowed, but it's still worth the cheshman. Is it worthwhile? And then a person gets used to that thought process, that's what he calls a person who's reached the level of precious. The level of precious, which is that he's able to abstain from something because he's coming to Muskana, it's not, it's not worthwhile. It's, not worth, it's, it's going to, uh, so to speak, make me lose something more than I'm going to gain. And in that I'm able to, I'm able to restrain myself from something, which is mutter as well. It is mutter as well, based on the cheshbon that it's not uh, there's something else which will be better for me. It's not my best option. It's not my best choice. It's not my best usage of the time I have or the skill that I have.